0: Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. Today, we are joined by two of our friends from one of our great customers, Central Cooling and Heating. It is Rich Lavoy, who is a GM over at Central Cooling and Heating, and Drew Clark, the business analyst at Central. Guys, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, Matt? Doing pretty good and happy to have you guys on. We appreciate you taking the time. Just so people can know who you are, they know Central from former podcasts with Doug and Darren Hamilton. We've had them on talk about a wide number of things, but just so folks can know who you are and what you do over at Central Cooling and Heating, can you just say what your role is and what your title is over at Central?
1: My name is Rich Lavoie. I'm the general manager at Central Cooling and Heating. 33 year employee, started out as a service technician and worked my way up through sales and management and currently obviously the general manager.
2: And my name's Drew Clark. I'm a business analyst here at Central Cooling and Heating. My responsibilities uh, include recruiting, marketing, and uh, assisting Rich Lavoie, general manager, and anything that, uh, that he needs help with.
0: Great. Well, thank you both for being on. And today we're actually going to be discussing taking different career paths into the HVAC industry. Something that, you know, a lot of people think that if you want to be in the industry, you have to go to trade school, you have to do this, you have to do that. But that's a real misnomer when you look at the HVAC industry. And, you know, you, we heard the difference there. Drew, you're fairly new over at central cooling and heating. And Rich, like you said, 33 year employee who's worked your way up from, you know, from the very start of it and through to the company. Now, Rich, I'll start with you. Did you envision yourself in the HVAC field when you were
1: younger? No, I wanted to fly airplanes, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know, and, and, and honestly I was a terrible student and, um, and my grades wouldn't, wouldn't afford that. I I wouldn't say it was a non-traditional way into the trades but what I didn't know was how many opportunities there were in the trades, and you know, as a young as a young guy getting into the trades, I would never believe that I would be running a you know a, a company at this point or assisting in running the company anyways with a with a great team. So for me, it was a, a fairly traditional path, but the the opportunities were beyond my imagination.
0: Andrew, what about yourself? Did you see yourself when you were younger being in the HVAC field? I never
2: really saw myself in the HVAC field specifically. I went to a four-year college for business administration, University of Maine, now where I kind of realized I wasn't going to take the traditional route of, of getting an internship, uh, whether it's through insurance or banking, the typical route that a lot of kids for business school go to. So instead of taking a internship, I decided I was going to work in the field uh, doing install for HVAC. Just kind of an opportunity uh, that popped up. It was good money at the time. It was something that I thought was going to be short-sighted. And then as I uh, dove into it more and more, I, I realized the, the opportunities that are really out there. You know, the opportunities aren't just being a laborer or, or being a, a, you know, doing the grunt work, banging the tin, that sort of stuff. It ranges all the way from being an installer, service technician, all the way up to working in the office, doing sales, plenty of office jobs inside, whether that's a dispatch, administration, that sort of thing. So I wouldn't say it was necessarily an unconventional path because I knew from the beginning I I wasn't going to do the traditional go to four-year school, get the internship, then get a job right out of college doing banking or insurance or so on. I knew I was going to work in, I guess you could say, a blue-collar field. I just didn't know it was going to be HVAC until I really dove in and and saw all the opportunity.
0: Yeah, and it's it's interesting because, you know, two very different paths and, and lending some of my own experience into it, too. I am a journalist and broadcaster by education and by trade. You know, I, I went to school for broadcasting. I still currently do broadcasting on side. And I was in I was in a marketing field for sporting equipment. You know, I used some of my skills that I had to get into a marketing field. I never saw myself in HVAC, but Rich, you know, you brought it up. There's so many opportunities within the field. And, and like Drew said, you know, there's this misnomer of, You have to come in, you have to be a tin knocker first. Then you got to work your way to this, work your way to that. There's really a a lot of different ways that you can get in and your first experience can be really different. Rich, going back to you here, what was your first experience within the field to get your career started?
1: Yeah, I actually took a, maybe it was a six week HVAC or refrigeration training course at the North Shrove Vocational High School in Beverly and got a taste of, of HVAC just one night a week. And really, that really intrigued me. So from there, went to a longer school, a year long school, and maybe maybe halfway into that, I, I figured that I had to get a job in the field in, in order to apply the, the lessons I was learning at night during the day. So I got a job at Central Cooling and Heating Act as a helper, piping helper, and then very quickly moved into becoming a service tech. So well, that was my, you know, I, I guess that, that six weeks trade school was the first, uh, my first taste of HVAC.
0: That's all it takes. Sometimes, just that one little that one little taste of it gets you hooked. And like you said, you're now uh, what many would consider an HVAC lifer, being in the industry for 33 years and with the company for that long as well. You know, it's just that little hook. It you just they got you nibble, and now you're in there. Sure. Drew, looking at the field itself, there's so much potential for exploring different jobs, and. Like you said, not just your traditional, you went to a trade school and you come in, or you went to a four year school and you come in and do that. Why is it important that young folks explore the HVAC industry when they're looking for jobs and not turn away from the trades? What kind of benefits are there to being in the trades? And, you know, why should young folks look at jobs in the trades?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think there's, you know, we could have a conversation about this for for hours, actually. Um, But everything from leaving high school with no debt, not going to college and and accruing that debt, which is a huge problem that our nation is facing right now. You can go right in and start working install and and learn from the ground up, learn the basics, learn how the systems are, are installed, and then you can move on up to a service technician where you're troubleshooting, doing maintenance, that sort of stuff. Um, but really the opportunities are are endless. It depends on how hard you want to work, really. At the previous company I was with, I I was in customer service a lot. Like I said, there's plenty of administration jobs, plenty of office jobs that that aren't just, you know, you're you're out in the field banging tin or, or going on service calls, that sort of stuff. So in general, I would tell kids it's a good idea to explore your options because if you were like me, I, I know I went to a four year school, but I could have really gone for for a year off to kind of explore what the best path for me is, or for me was. And I I'll always be grateful for my experience at school just because I might not be sitting in the seat I am currently without that schooling. But, you know, I do think back on when I was 18, 19 years old, I could have been making money and putting it right into a bank and establishing more of a a foundation than coming out of school at 22, 23 with a lot of debt accrued and then kind of starting over from there. But I just think that schools... In general, in school systems, everywhere from elementary school to middle school to high school, don't tell kids enough that that you should explore for yourself. You should go out and see what there is for opportunities, whether that's HVAC, whether that's plumbing, whether that's being an electrician, whether that's masonry. You know, my first job, my first real big boy job in high school was was masonry. And I think that taught me a lot of good lessons that I've been able to carry over throughout my career so far, you know, work hard and, and that sort of stuff. There's good money in it. But really, I think there's a lot of pressure coming from external sources, whether it's parents or or teachers or professors that, you know, in order to be successful, you have to go to a four-year school or you have to get some sort of degree, which which really is not true.
0: Yeah, it couldn't Um, be further from the truth.
2: I I encourage everybody to look into college and and all that good stuff. I'm not knocking college at all um, by any means. Like I said, I'm grateful I went, but... It is important, and I think more kids, especially now more than ever, are confused as to what path they should take. And I think rather than rushing into a situation where you're putting yourself into debt, not necessarily knowing what you wanna do with the rest of your career, um, I I think can be detrimental to, to a foundation.
0: Well, and when you look at the current times we're in, you know, during these, we're still in these COVID times, as everyone calls it. Rich, I'll kind of direct this one at you. I guess people don't understand what an essential industry is and how beneficial that can be that you are in an essential industry and continuing to work through all this. You know, it's I I guess that people think you have to have the, the desk job or you're pressured to get the desk job. Not only is the essential industry something that's going to survive through times like this with COVID, but through other times as well. And, and you've seen that plenty throughout your career, right?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. When COVID hit, we didn't know what to expect. And, you know, we knew that we were an essential business, of course, right, right away, because we were on that list. But we didn't realize how, how necessary the consumer needed us. Actually, one of our best months ever was was last March. And, um, you know, when we thought we would be closing the doors, the, the customer needed us for, for, for heating and for the comfort and safety in their, you know, of their homes. And, so for us, that was the, that was the, the moment that we, we knew it, it was going to be okay. And, uh, and then from then on, of course, you know, people are now focusing on, you know, their, their home is the only thing that's really this their safe space. You know, you really can't count on anything else in this world right now, other than home. So, you know... People are people are investing in their homes now and they're they're buying new heating systems and new cooling systems, as you know, and you know, renovating kitchens and bathrooms and making their homes more comfortable. And and that's, you know, part of the opportunity of, of that essential business. So we we've, we've been very fortunate there.
2: Yeah, and if I could touch on that as well, real quick. Being younger, you know, I'm twenty four years old. I have a lot of friends who again I, I'm not knocking it at all because everybody takes a different path, but I definitely noticed a big difference with myself and, and my career and the industry that I was in, not having to worry about a job, not having to worry about where the next paycheck is coming in, not worrying about having to rely on on unemployment and that sort of stuff, because I did choose an essential industry to, to work in. And and I think, you know, like I said, I'm not knocking it. I think everybody needs to take their own path. But I, I think that kids also need to realize that stability is very important. And you match stability with an industry that pays high, and, and you have a recipe for success.
1: Well, and, and that being said, I, I don't think young people realize the position they're in, the position of power they're in. Because you know, the, when you look at all of the trades, I think the average age of a tradesperson in New England is like 48 years old or some. You know, it's a high number. And without young people entering the trades, we're going to be in trouble. And and that's the power that young people have right now. You know, they can they can you know for a smart hardworking, you know, common sense, man or, you know, young, young man or young lady, uh, they can, they can, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say they can, they can name their price, but they can make a, a very good living very quickly. Um, they come if they, close. <laughs> if they, yeah. If they put in the effort, my, my job here as general manager is to make sure that when I leave the trade someday, that there's somebody to sit in my seat and, you know, Every day, I think about you know who who's who's going to move up the you know who who are the future leaders of this company, and for the for the for the young technician or installer that's ambitious that has common sense that's you know hardworking that's got that grit and determination, they're going to be the future leaders, and it's you know it's up to us to make sure that they know that and give them the opportunity to to, to move up.
0: Absolutely, and that's what we're trying to do here is we're just trying to show that. The path doesn't have to be one way or the other. The path can lead in a number of ways, and there's a number of opportunities within the HVAC industry. You just have to find your path. There's no one way to do it, and there's a lot of opportunity to really grow within an essential industry and really get your footing and get in with a great company like Essential Cooling and Heating. Who you know, We love those guys over there, and we appreciate you both for being on here and talking about the path into the HVAC field and, you know, describing both of your paths and really opening some eyes to folks who might be listening out there. And for folks that are out there that are in the field, they know this, but they, it's good that they hear it from other folks in the field. Again, we want to thank Rich and Drew for coming on. We want to thank everybody out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere you can find a podcast. You can find us just search Taurus Talk." Follow along at social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Use the hashtag TaurusTalk to get your ideas out there to us. And as always, you can catch all of our podcasts right on our website, sgtaurus.com backslash podcasts. Well, thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Taurus Talk.